December 26th. It is 5.13. Happy holidays, folks. Uh, Today we have a special guest. Um, Yeah, I'm telling you that communism has been in the United States now for decades, but it is now rearing its very... Uh, fierce head in very elements, very uh, various elements of society and culture, and certainly in government. Uh, this this is a full on communist attack. My website stopcommunism.net was uh, was was taken down. It's been about a year now. Actually, it's been over. Yeah, it's been a year um, that the host uh, took that website down. And as soon as I had seen what I was doing uh, in regards to my um, my my talk show, my discussion of truth, uh, which is available in podcast format, as you're listening to this now, um, the ninety percent of my websites were taken down. So I had seven seven or so websites, I believe, uh, deplatformed. Censorship is a real thing, and it is encroaching now into the material that you are reading in in, in form of books. Um, Tony Lyons. The president and publisher of Skyhurst Publishing, a company that has over 10,000 books in print. He's fought censorship of numerous books, including those from Woody Allen, Alan Dershowitz, Philip Roth, and most recently, uh, The Real Anthony Fauci by, by RFK Jr. That's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Be phoning uh, Tony onto the program here in, in, in just a moment. Let me again wish and extend a happy holiday for you and your family and your loved ones and uh, uh, Folks, uh, you need to get involved. If you're not involved, you need to get involved. And unfortunately, uh, the way I see it is uh, uh, the U.S. Constitution uh, and, uh, and and the freedoms that, that, that are extended from it are under attack. Uh, and that means in order to preserve those liberties and freedoms, one must uh, one must get involved. Uh, in local government, school board, um, city council, town hall meetings, whatever it may be, uh, let your governors know and your senators know exactly how you feel. And look, if you are one of those who want to change the Constitution and you embrace communism, well, that is also your choice. But uh, but that is not what has made those are, those are not principles that have made this country great. And uh, I personally do not support them so let's uh let's bring on uh tony lyons now and uh and hear from the publisher of skyhorse publishing house tony lyons ladies and gentlemen tony lyons I'm bringing him on skype oh, okay that didn't uh didn't last long. let me see let me check this number again thought i had it uh lined up right an extra digit. Give this a go again. Tony Lyons, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Lyons. And this is uh, Ian Trache for Discuss Your Truth. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, iantrache.com. Yes, Tony, Ian Trache here. Welcome to Discuss Your Truth, sir. Happy holidays. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, it is a it is a pleasure, um, Tony. Take a uh, take a moment and introduce yourself for listeners, if you would. Sure, my name is Tony Lyons, and I'm the president and publisher of Skyhorse Publishing, 
we have over 10,000 books in print. We've been in business for 15 years, and we're the publisher of Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci, Bill Gates, Big Pharma, and the Global War on Democracy and Public Health. So, Tony, um, that's quite an undertaking there, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate you publishing these these voices and, and these uh, and these uh, these authors. Um, you're based in New York, um, I understand, and um, you've you've made a you made a comment there the uh, in regards to uh, the global uh, global war on on democracy. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so that's a, that's a complicated question. So one of my answers would be the incredible censorship that this book has been subjected to. So that, you know, there's a democracy of ideas in this country, or there, you know, there should be. And, you know, if we followed the Constitution, then there would be. So here's a book that is the number one best-selling book in America. It's actually number one right now. On Amazon, it's number one for the day, for the week, and for the month. It was a number one Wall Street Journal bestseller. It was a number one USA Today bestseller. Um, and it was uh, number seven on the uh, New York Times bestseller list. And that's a whole other story that I'm happy to talk about later. But, you know, here's the best-selling book in America, and there's a total media blackout. So no major newspaper has covered this book. Um, there have been attack pieces by multiple newspapers and magazines. They take every chance they get to sort of cut down Bobby Kennedy to search through his past to try to rehash anything that they can find that he's done wrong in his whole life. But they do not address the incredible claims of corruption in this book. So that's what I mean by uh, a war on democracy that in in case after case, you have people who are, you know, trying to get a message out to the American public, and their website is taken down, their um, their Facebook pages are taken down, they're taken off off YouTube, they're taken off Instagram. You know, it's a crazy situation here where, you know, anybody can be subjected to censorship without any warning, without any process for being reinstated easily, um, you know, and without any justification. They can just be taken down. Yeah, so um, I had a quite, the question I have for you at this moment here, Tony, is uh, you recently, uh, tell, me, tell me who you have spoken to in mainstream. It sounds like uh, I've read that you've, you've, you've spoken with uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, how, did that, how did that interview go with, with Tucker? And um, and what other uh, outlets uh, from this kind of mainstream media uh, have have you reached out to? Can you give examples of people that have rejected uh, rejected you, or maybe even RFK uh, Jr. Um, talk a little bit about that. So, if you start with Tucker and how that went, and then and then go into some of these other sources that may have denied you or have just simply not given you time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Tucker Carlson had had me on to talk about the censorship because he was the only. A major media outlet that actually covered this book and he had Bobby Kennedy on too so okay. as far as other places we, yeah. we, we reached out to every place you can think of sent emails out, sent sample books out uh, nobody responded to us in any way 
um, when I reached out personally to the Wall Street Journal, um, I was told, you know, I was telling them, hey, this seems like a really big story, right? It's the number one best-selling book in America. It hasn't been covered anywhere. Maybe you, you, you just want to write about what's happening with the book and the fact that, you know, here is a public figure, Bobby Kennedy, yeah. out there claiming that Dr. Fauci has committed serious corruption that's impacted everybody in the United States over the last couple of years and over the last five decades. And, you know, isn't that a story that the Wall Street Journal wants to cover? Right. And the response that I got there from the Wall Street Journal was, sorry, we don't have time to uh, cover this right now, but thanks for bringing it to us. Really so interesting. Yeah. Nothing more. Um, what, what, did 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 uh, did Tucker it, it seem to be uh, limited in the in the in the scope of questions he was he was asking you? Did you get that impression at all, or, or was it a pretty free uh, wheeling uh, uh, conversation discussion you had with him? Yeah, so I think Tucker Carlson was the one person who was really willing to talk about anything, and he let Bobby talk for you know pretty much freely about anything in the book that he wanted to discuss. Okay. Yeah, good. Uh, you know, you, you're also the publisher for ladies and gentlemen to, to understand this. Uh, New York Times bestselling authors, Ending Plague. Uh, that's uh, Judy Mikovits and also um, uh, Francis Ruschetti. Uh, Kent Heckenlively, I think, was involved in that uh, a, a writing. Yeah. Um, Kent and, and Mikovits are, are both people that I know. I, I just saw uh, Tony. I just I just spent some time with with Mikovits uh, a few days ago in Arizona. Um, I have not met RFK Jr., but uh, but but he has been at an event that I've been at with uh, what's called a Reawaken Tour, um, and I know he's doing great work. Where do you think this is coming from, Tony? Where do you think you know you've got you've got Mikevitz who has um not to mesh the two here but we've got Mikevitz here who has decades of virology uh work and, and she is uh, she is brilliant in her own right and she's spoken out against Fauci and you've got RFK Jr now who's an, an incredible lawyer and obviously comes from a a, a, a family with uh, with high scholastic achievements and even uh, political achievements uh yet yet these voices and we're going to we're going to hone in we're going to stay with RFK Jr here Tony these voices are being squashed why, why is that why is that happening uh, in your view Tony why is this happening in America so it appears to me that, you know, there are these incredible financial entanglements that uh, Dr. Fauci has with, you know, other members of the U.S. government and with the big pharmaceutical companies. And they are more concerned with making money than they are with public health. And so part of the playbook is to, number one, go after the people making these kinds of statements, deplatform them, malign them in any way possible, and that happens with Judy, and it happens with Bobby, and it happens with a lot of other people, lots of doctors, scientists, and lawyers who are making these kinds of points. And I think that they're just trying to silence these voices and call these people crazy. Um, you know, there was a New York Post uh, piece that said that you know, Bobby Kennedy was the dumbest Kennedy. And, you know, the fascinating thing is that it's so clear that that's just a hit piece, that almost everything in that article from the New York Post is factually incorrect. And the, the claim there, and the claim in so many places now, for all these places that didn't cover the actual claims in the book, 
many of them, if not most of them, covered some kind of negative story about Bobby Kennedy. And all of them claimed that the book was misinformation. So here's a book with 2,194 citations. It's over 200,000 words long. It's got blurbs from doctors and lawyers and scientists, even a Nobel Prize winning scientist. And yet they can claim that it's misinformation and then just not cover it. So the whole concept of misinformation is such a smokescreen for just wanting to silence people like Judy and Bobby and lots of other people. And yet we're seeing some type of transparency in the number of books it is uh, he's selling and even being uh, uh, Amazon uh, number one. Uh, it seems pretty apparent that people are interested in obtaining and reading this information. Um, Tony, you started the publication company 15 years ago. Did you ever see this type of th- this type of challenge coming your way? I've never seen anything like this. I mean, these you know, just just to go back to one point, you know, this is this is a book that is making serious claims. I mean, a, a very serious, incredibly well researched book you know, is making these claims and nobody has to address them. Dr. Fauci himself can just claim that uh, Bobby Kennedy is crazy. Uh, The New York Post can, um, you know, claim that he's dumb. I mean, all of these, this is like a high school scene. I mean, this is ridiculous that that the major media sources in in America refuse to cover a really serious story of financial entanglements at the highest levels of government. I mean, how could they not cover that? And if if Dr. Fauci had arguments against this book, you know, if he could really counter some of the claims in this book, he would make those arguments. He would he would make those counterclaims, but he doesn't have them. He he clearly doesn't have them or or he would just come out publicly, he would get on TV, which is no problem for him. He would get on 10 different TV shows and he'd go through the whole book and say, no, I'm not connected to this pharmaceutical company. No, I didn't make this decision uh, based on financial interests. Right. So, you know, that kind of thing, I've, I've never seen that kind of thing at this kind of level in, in publishing in America or in politics in, in America. I mean, it just seems like it's, it's so thorough and it's so absolute and it's in some sense it's working really well in the sense that so many different media outlets are taking part in it but in another way like you pointed out it just doesn't work i mean censorship isn't working and that's that's something that i think ought to make us all really hopeful because how can a book that's been subjected to so much censorship to so many claims that it's misinformation. I mean, they're throwing everything at it to try to get people not to read the book, and yet it's the best-selling book in America. I mean, that's that's a really rare thing, too. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like that, where it's so clear that really powerful people don't want you to read this book, and yet the real Anthony Fauci is just staring all those people in the face, and it just keeps selling and selling and selling. It seems it seems apparent that there is a there is a cover up of sorts, and uh, and Robert has connected 
uh, Bill Gates, who has openly called for uh, everyone on the planet, that would be seven billion plus people be vaccinated uh, with with what seems to be a, a Microsoft type uh, 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 motive, uh, I would I would guess. I, I, I'm not sure what he has to do with healthcare, uh, but but again, let me return to this global war on democracy. And uh, it, politics aside, because I think RFK Jr. is a Democrat, this is an attack, as you say, on democracy. So therefore, it is an attack on uh, the American U.S. Constitution. Do you agree with that, Tony? Yes, definitely. I mean, Bobby is a Democrat, and this is certainly not a left or right question. I mean, this is not about being a Democrat or a Republican. This is about being an American, and this is about being on the right side of history. I mean, there has to be room in this country for dialogue and debate, and there has to be a sense of what science really is. So it's almost like there's this, almost like this uh, mass psychosis that people have no idea what science is, and, and yet deep down, they all know. I mean, science isn't something that comes from one person, um, that Dr. Fauci tells you what science is, and he has said publicly that anybody who questions him in any way is anti-science. And so the fact that the general public, or at, or at least the, the major media sources in America, don't just come down and, and write incredibly strong pieces saying, what is this guy saying? What is the most powerful public official saying? I mean, obviously science is very complicated and there it, it requires thousands and thousands of different viewpoints and peer-reviewed articles where people disagree with each other and yell and scream and get a little bit closer to the, to the truth. And it's that debate and dialogue which is which has always been at the heart of the scientific process, but also at the heart of the democratic process. Yeah. Uh, you, you stand fully behind uh, Robert's, uh, uh, this book and the information contained in it, uh, Tony? Definitely. I mean, Bobby Kennedy was right about the Hudson River and helped clean it up. He was right about mercury and early childhood vaccines and helped get the thimerosal taken out of mandatory early childhood vaccines. He was right about Monsanto, and he helped uh, win a $77 million lawsuit for the family of somebody who died because of glyphosate in Monsanto's Roundup. Um, And, you know, I think he's probably right about Dr. Fauci, that Dr. Fauci is probably the most corrupt public official in recent history, and there needs to be a congressional hearing to figure it out. And, you know, that's what this book is. I mean, throughout the book, it, it says, you know, this is the truth as, as we see it now with 2,194 citations. But, you know, there are QR codes all the way through saying science is always changing and the facts are always changing. So you can click on these QR codes and go to uh, Bobby's nonprofit um, its website, it's called Children's Health Defense. And if you click on one of those QR codes, you then get to a, to a page that will tell you if anything in that section has been updated with new information, new facts, new data. So, you know, he has a realization of what the scientific process is. And Dr. Fauci would have the American public believe 
that he knows the truth and he's just going to tell us what it is and we should all just do whatever he says and if we disagree then we shouldn't be allowed to be on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you know, any uh, big tech platform because we're spreading misinformation which is this which is specifically defined as anything that differs from the point of view that he tells the the American public even though even though he changes his mind so he's allowed to question what he believed before but nobody else is yeah, yeah, sounds tyrannic and hypocritic. Um, I, I have uh, Matthew McConaughey interviewed uh, Fauci. I've gone through that a little bit, and I've reached out to McConaughey for uh, for comment in regards to that. But uh, but RFK is not the only major public figure that's gone after uh, Fauci. Uh, Tony, have you yourself sent uh, Fauci a letter and, and and this book? Have you tried to re- reach Fauci himself? No, I mean I have, you know said to many people who I've been in contact with, people on various radio shows and and, uh, um, and, in, and in phone conversations, that I would love to help set up a debate between Dr. Fauci and Bobby Kennedy uh, if Dr. Fauci would be willing to do that. And Bobby Kennedy has specifically said that he would be willing to do that and that he would welcome that. So, you know, generally when one person welcomes debate, and the other person doesn't. Yeah. It, it has to make you think that maybe that person is afraid of something. Yeah, uh, and Tony, talk about uh, talk about the Wall Street Journal. It sounds like the were they giving you some pushback, or they simply uh, they simply kind of turned a deaf ear. I think that they were afraid to cover it. That they, you know, that they felt that it was. Um, it was complicated for them to write about it for whatever reason. Maybe it's their ad- advertisers. I don't really know. Um, but they weren't even willing to consider it. And I found that to be incredibly odd, having dealt with them before on big bestsellers. They were always fascinated to get some kind of inside scoop on a best-selling book. And, and this is a rare bestseller. I mean, this is a book that in, in, in less than two months, well under two months. I mean, it came out November 16th. So in, you know, less than two months, it sold over 500,000 copies in all formats. Wow. So, you know, that's an incredible statistic. I mean, books don't sell as well as they used to. Selling 500,000 copies in in this amount of time is, is a really striking number. And it's a big story. I mean, the the... Uh, New York Post ran a story just as the book was was coming out, uh, which I thought was really fascinating because I was I was, I was looking through it the other day and it and it said um, let me just see if I have it here. So it 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 once again said that um, that this new book that that Bobby was coming out with uh, was spreading misinformation. So. Clearly, the author of it couldn't have read the book because the book wasn't quite out yet, and we didn't send out any pre-publication copies. So what you see is that the word misinformation is just used so loosely to be anything that contradicts the prevailing narrative. So, you know, this 
this story, this sort of smear campaign story that the Post was kind of taking part in, you know, that there, there are a bunch of other newspapers who have done it. The AP hired or had six rep- reporters working on a story to try to uncover something bad, you know, on on Bobby or on his nonprofit, and they came up with absolutely nothing. Um, and 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 the Post, as as part of their their takedown piece, uh, claimed that there were no reviews for the book yet. So the book hadn't been published yet, so you're not allowed to put reviews before it's published uh, from from consumers. That is, and it it was an instant book, so there couldn't have been any reviews from the from the media. Uh, beforehand because we didn't send out copies beforehand and then afterwards there was so much censorship that none of the regular places that would have carried this kind of book and and covered it and reviewed it did so this New York Post piece is just filled with misinformation and and it's it's really striking you know that even the 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 author of that you know takedown piece of that uh, hit piece um it's just going on and on, you know, trying to describe how how unimpressive Bobby Kennedy is and how poorly this book that hasn't even been published is doing now. Now she herself had a had a best selling book two and a half years ago, and that book has three thousand three hundred consumer reviews on Amazon. Bobby's book, having been out for just over six weeks has 4009 so you know this is this is really striking a chord at the grassroots level notwithstanding everything they can throw at them throw at at the book itself at the author of the book and it just seems like it's part of this playbook that happens you know to a lesser extent with lots and lots of other books i mean there was a book that that we we published by Judy Mikovits, um, that was called The Case Against Masks. And we published two books simultaneously. So The Case Against Masks and The Case for Masks, just to sort of give people the opportunity to see the two best arguments that, that we could find for wearing a mask and not wearing one. So Amazon took it down right away. So they took down Judy's book and they left the case for masks up so you see this this incredibly thorough system of censoring things that that don't follow the mainstream narrative yeah that 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 right there sounds incredible and 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 on the same tune it 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 strikes me as curious to see uh the real anthony fauci by robert f kennedy still live on uh, Amazon, uh, are you prepared for it to be removed? So I don't think that's going to happen, and I think that that what's happening now is that there's been such back and forth with books being taken down, and there's been coverage of it being taken down uh, from from pretty high level people. So Elon Musk, uh, you know, wrote a letter about a year ago when somebody's book got taken down and, you know, said something like he he was going to consider starting his own platform. And I think that Amazon doesn't really want to get involved in those kinds of controversies. Um, 
And I think that they recognize that there's a big market for this perspective and for some other perspectives than the mainstream narrative. And I, I would guess that it's a it's a bad direction for them to to go in to take down more more books. And in and in recent months they 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 haven't really been doing it in the way that they had done it uh right after the beginning of uh of COVID. So that's my analysis of it. I mean I I I think that they would like to stay nonpartisan as much as they can. And they recognize that, you know, when senators send send a letter to a private company asking them to take down books like Bobby Kennedy's book, which which they actually did, um, then I think Amazon recognizes or ought to recognize that it's a slippery slope. What's going to happen next? You'll, you'll you'll have multiple Republican senators writing and asking them to take down some other book. So I think that they have likely decided to to stay out of that. Tony, uh, Tony Lyons here, ladies and gentlemen. Tony, what what caused you? What drove you uh, to to start this uh, publishing company? Uh, I started it fifteen years ago. Um, you know, I, we publish lots of different kinds of, of books, so political books and, and um, you know, books that sort of challenge the mainstream narrative on, on a bunch of different things are, are just one piece of what we do. Um, but I've always had a strong sense of, of justice and of wanting to sort of have freedom of speech in America. So I've always been drawn to books that are canceled for some some reason and we've published a whole bunch of those um or books that the people didn't want to publish for some reason other than the content of the book itself so yeah that that gives you some insight in, into that but but we've done many many books that cover both sides of the same yeah. issue with different perspectives yeah, that's great, and that's 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 again, that's uh, these are democratic, uh, free free press values that that you're encompassing. Um, uh, what is what is next for? Um, it, it sounds like the real Anthony Fauci is this is this the uh, is this is this is this the most uh, uh, or the most successful book that you that you've published, uh, Tony? Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a book that's been more successful for us. I mean, we've had 57 New York Times bestsellers before this one over the last 15 years, but this, I think, is is uh, more than any other book. Um, but one other thing that I just wanted to say, since I'm on air, is that you know people really ought to think about um, what it means when they read a hit piece on Bobby Kennedy or on Judy Mikovits or Kent Heckin Lively or, you know, any of a number of, of people. They, they, they ought to really think about what that, that means and, and how that whole process works. And more and more, it, it makes me think that, that when that happens, it shows that somebody has sort of struck a chord and that there, that there are powerful groups and powerful people who are really trying to silence that person. And so, you know, I've known Bobby for the last um, 11 years since we published his book, Dimerosol, Let the Science Speak. And when that book came out, uh, there were 
negative reviews before anybody got the manuscript. So I was shocked by by that then. It was it was very very rare then, and it, it seemed sort of like an isolated thing. But um, but it's it's shocking that that something like that could happen in America. You know that that major newspapers could write negative stories about a book that they haven't read. And now that's becoming very, very common. But, you know, all of these hit pieces where they're attacking the author of a book and not addressing any of the content of a book, I mean, that's a that's a playbook that's devised by a PR company. I mean, that's not that's not normal. That's not what is supposed to happen in a democratic society. I mean, I've known Bobby Kennedy for 10 years, more than 10 years, and I can tell you that he's incredibly sincere. His research is meticulous. I mean, this is somebody who's bought, brought hundreds and hundreds of lawsuits trying to force corrupt officials and corrupt companies to do the right thing. And, you know, this is somebody who could have made much more money doing anything else. He's not taking a penny in royalties for this book. He's not, he doesn't care about the money, so stories that say that are just totally false. This is a guy who works around the clock with just the most sincere uh, concern for public health, mostly for children. And he's somebody that we should all be grateful for. I mean, he's a, he's a citizen that we need more of. And, and I'm proud to publish this book, and I think that Americans ought to be grateful to have somebody like Bobby Kennedy and that they should be disgusted when they read these articles that, that try to tear him down. Let's uh, let's try to make this happen with a uh, with a panel uh, RFK and and Fauci. Let's see if Fauci will uh, come to the table on that. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, folks, uh, uh, Tony Lyons uh, Skyhorse Publishing is also the publishing house for Google Leaks. Uh, Zach Voorhees, uh, the story of, uh, of, of 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 the Google whistleblower. Um, so, Tony, um, let me ask you this in regards to again going back to global war on democracy um is this is this something is america now succumbing is america is america foregoing some of its core values um it's it's foregoing elements of its constitution uh are is america are americans allowing uh an exterior uh, element of corruption a, a a global element of corruption exterior meaning outside of america are, 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 are americans allowing this into their country to corrode its values and if so uh how do you identify that tony so i would just say that it's a constant struggle and that you know there are people like bobby kennedy who are out there really fighting and there are lots of other really good people out out there fighting and the fact that this book is selling so well shows that there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people out there who want to hear alternative narratives, who are interested in questioning whether the stories that they hear are, are actually true or whether there's, there's censorship or corruption. So I think that, that yes, I mean, it's, it's a scary time and that there, there, there is this this crazy anti-democratic tendency that's sort of covering the entire world. But I, but I think that there are a lot of people fighting it too. And that, you know, people listening ought to 
take heart in the fact that there are a lot of people out there trying to do something, you know, and and that that they should try to help those people, you know, that when they see somebody who is is subjected to just every level of of censorship and um, just you know somebody like Judy Mikovits, I mean, she's just was so badly treated in so many different aspects of her life and yet she keeps on fighting so you know what you see is people willing to 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 really go out there and give everything to to sacrifice their professions their their um their their income even their personal and family friendships uh because they really believe in democracy they care about public health and they're just trying to do the right thing and I think that that's the context that I see Bobby Kennedy in, that he's out there trying sincerely to do the right thing, that there's no corruption whatsoever uh, on his side. He's incredibly intelligent and hardworking, and he takes this really, really seriously. It's his whole life, and, and, and he's doing that only for the public good. Well said, Tony. Now, you've got a, a pretty decent-sized company you're based uh you're based in new york uh you 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 were saying uh that uh that you're seeing the various challenges uh facing uh, the company to get this uh to get this word out to get bobby's message out uh what do you do next yeah so that's always a tough question and i'm i'm really focused now on on the books that we're publishing right now but but i'm always looking for for new books to publish and um and I'm always looking for really hard-hitting books that challenge, uh, you know, con- conventional narratives or that or that question particular points of view. Um, and I'm and I'm looking for books that that are um, written by people who are really seeking justice and making great sacrifices. Tony, as we uh, as we wind down, uh, I'd like you to uh, to leave um, leave a leave a message for listeners. Uh, what would you like? Uh, what would you like uh, people to walk away from? Uh, Skyhorsepublishing.com dot com is Tony's website. Uh, what would you like uh, listeners to walk away with? I would like them to walk away with the idea that this book, the real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. that that this is the story of somebody who's fighting corruption and that, you know, um, that we need to be grateful to people like this. We need to support them and we need to do everything possible to help them succeed. And success for somebody like Bobby Kennedy is, is different than the success for Dr. Fauci because for Dr. Fauci, it's, you obey whatever he tells you to do. For somebody like Robert F. Kennedy Jr., it's you keep an open mind and you look at all sides of the story and you act like you're a citizen of a democracy. Wow, incredible. Very well very well said, well thought out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Lyons. Uh, Tony, I look forward to uh, staying in touch with you and keep up the uh, good work. That would be great. Thank you very much. Tony Lyons, Skyhorse Publishing. 
ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, look. Th- this is this is a brave. This is a brave individual, and there there are a lot of people like. Just to echo what Tony has said here, there are a lot of brave people coming forth now. Not only in America, but around the world, but certainly in my view, America is the keystone to any type of continuance in free speech, free press. And folks, I tie it right into freedom of religion because if you, and I'm, I'm, I'm frankly, I'm not, not a religious person. Uh, I have been involved in uh, religions, uh, but, but, uh, but I, I, I simply am not. Um, and uh, at this point, uh, and uh, in the, 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 there are a lot of qualities, but there are also a lot of limitations that I see that it puts on uh, people and individuals. So what I do see happening, me personally, and I've been in this for five years. I began doing my work in 2016 with the Zika virus in Miami Beach. Dr. Mikevitz joined me November 14th of 2018. I, I urge you to please go back into the archive and find that interview and listen to it. Um, there are other great warriors in the health freedom uh, fight, such as uh, Dr. Tenpenny that had joined me, and including in the legal uh, uh, fight, uh, law enforcement fight, and, and let, me, let me mention Ray McGovern, former CIA uh, operative, 27 years this man served his country, and that would be the United States, faithfully, loyally. The man was thrown into jail for speaking out against the CIA. Uh, I think he that's happened more than once. Uh, and he said on this show, Discuss Your Truth, he said that the work that I'm doing, such as, is basically the last frontier for any type of free press in this country. So if you're listening to this, I urge you not only to pass this message on, share it, but also do your own work. As I opened up this episode, you must get active. Time is now. Um, so let me, let me answer that question in regards to religion. I circle back, if you will. I make that return to religion in regards to the foundation of this country. And 150 years passed, folks, until the United States was formally organized under its 13 colonies since the landing of the Mayflower, Plymouth Rock. That was 1620, wasn't it? And that ship set sail from England for one purpose that I know of, and one purpose only of great importance, again, that I know of. And that is seeking the freedom to practice religion freely. Why is this important? Because the language that I speak comes from that country source. And that is a product of a former European empire known as the Roman Empire. That in itself 
brings things back to religion, ladies and gentlemen. Freedom of religion. And it is freedom of religion. That means the freedom to practice and preach existence as we know it any way you like. Because you are a product of the earth and the universe in which it is part of. It is your inalienable right to interpret and define your existence as you wish. No one can do that for you unless you allow it. And no one can take that from you unless you allow it. So many elements of what we're seeing now and what I have said is a full-on communist invasion. This is a communist invasion. It is done ingeniously because they've done it by manipulating the economy. But it's nothing new to America. It's simply coming to a head that Americans never seen before. The world has certainly never seen before. A global a pandemic, if you will. But communism in the form of economic tyranny has been controlling this country since 1913, Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is unconstitutional. Anthony Sabatini, Florida politician, said it on the show two months ago. It's unconstitutional. He says it need to be, needs to be repealed. And last week, Mark Fincham, a politician out of Arizona, said essentially the same thing. 1913, Woodrow Wilson passed the Federal Reserve Act, which gave a private group control over the country's economy. There's nothing federal about the Federal Reserve. It is only federal in name. And uh, you can, I urge you to please listen to some of the other work that I've done uh, to help you trace that back to England. This is as much of a religious and war on your freedom of religion. Therefore, a, it is a crusade coming out of Europe in my research. As it is a war on your health and your sovereign freedom as a human being. You allow someone to force inject you with anything. To force. I'm not saying volunteer. 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 If you volunteer yourself, that is your choice. But force is tyranny. And if you allow anyone to force a substance or any type of chemical concoction or inoculation into your body, then I disagree with you. And I think that you are mistaken in allowing yourself to receive an injection by force. Because you must fight that. So, we have many battles being fought. But thankfully, we have men like Tony Lyons, we have men like RFK Jr., we have women like Dr. Mikevitz, and many, many, many others that are coming forth and fighting for 
the continuation of the country is essentially what, is com- what it comes down to. Because in my view, this global agenda, which economically you can root back to Basel, Switzerland, because it controls all the central banking systems in the United States, or excuse me, in the world. That includes having controlled the United States central banking system since 1913 under the guise of the Federal Reserve Act. And I've just told you there's nothing federal about the Federal Reserve. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that includes the Central Bank of China, adopted in 1945 after World War II. The same year the United Nations was adopted. There is a global war on democracy. There is a global war on freedom. And the United States is basically the last hope. Should we be successful in our efforts, we will bring prosperity and will be bringing great change. And I thank you for listening to this. And again, I urge you to purchase Bobby's book, RFK Jr., The Real Anthony Fauci. The man is a fraud, according to research that I have read. Okay? But, folks, simply is symbolic of the system that he represents, which is fraud. There is a fraudulent system. There is a monopolistic, monopolistic system that is fighting to control every aspect of your life. And they're doing it pretty well. To answer the day, because I hope you've caught that, I will tell you. My research show that all roads lead to Rome. From there, I don't know where the road goes. And it's highly likely it goes somewhere else, but that's what I know. Pass the message on, buy the book. Donate to my show. Donate to the work that other people such as myself are doing. And hopefully it is you. Get active in your school meetings, your town hall meetings, your state meetings, any, 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 any meeting you can voice your opinion. Because if you do not speak, and if you do not let your voice and opinion be heard, then you will lose that opportunity. It will be taken from you. Ian Trache for Discussion of Truth. Thank you for listening. Until next time, folks, be awesome.